Hello, my friends, and welcome to My Favorite Murder with Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. I'm your host tonight, <laughs> not Karen Kilgariff, but Skylar, with my co-host, not Georgia Hardstark, but Elliot. That, that's me. I'm not Georgia Hardstark. Hardstark? I don't even know their name. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Georgia Hardstark. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, that's we're... not who he is. We are, of course, the number one true crime podcast on air right now. So, number that's... one on Spotify and Apple. Look us up. That's right. That's yeah. I mean, you don't have to look it up. You can just take our word for it because we're really trustworthy guys. So you should take our word for it. But if you want to look, I mean, it's it's there. That's w- right. Just www. <laughs> Spotify top list dot biz. The official. It's the official one. www dot spotify dot com slash number one true crime bot broadcast (laughs) on uh, Spotify (laughs) slash Apple also. Yeah, that's an official website. That's not something that we own. It's not a phishing website either. We're not going to take your credit card info. But we do, you know, we do have like every other website. It's it's gonna mine your data, so be ready for that. We're gonna use your GPU to mine cryptocurrencies, <laughs> and not like a uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum, but it's gonna be like Dogecoin and uh, yeah, you know, whatever <laughs> other random one that we think is popular at the time. We're still holding on to Dogecoin. That's you know. Hey man, you were the one that turned me on to the phrase "I love that heckin' pupper." That that was me. I I uh, did invent that fa- uh, phrase actually. It's you know I don't lot I don't like to take credit for my own deeds that are usually done in good faith. But uh, you know if somebody has to take the blame for that, it's me. Elliot, call it what it is: artistic genius. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be humble. Like, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, listened to the tale of Narcissus, and uh, because like I've never read it, you know, whatever. I've only heard the summary of it. But I listened to like a dramatic reading of it, and as it was going along, I was like, oh, I find myself agreeing with Narcissus a lot in his early days that he's like. You know, just super into himself. So I have to, like, step back, you know, and not do that. His punishment was that, what was his punishment? Like, he had to stare at himself in, like, a well? Yeah, he, uh, it, it, depending on whatever version, this one, it was like he was cursed by, um, a minor god, a, mi- a little more minor god that he would see himself as others see him because, like, everybody just fell in love with him all the time. Dudes, chicks, fucking babies, like, everybody was just falling in love with Narcissus. And he did it, and he was just like, yeah, I'm fucking great, you know, what's up? But, like, he didn't see it from, like, an outside perspective, so he saw himself from an outside perspective and fell in love with himself so deeply that he just, he, like, couldn't turn away from his own image and, like, starve to death. It was, yeah, pretty brutal. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. But a kind of a cool way to go out, you know? I mean, mean, yeah, all the ways that, you know, these, uh, you know, old kings and whatnot from ancient Greece, these fables, you know, that's a pretty baller way to go out. It's a better way than, like, what was that one dude and, like, he was cursed and he had to like stand in water but if he went to drink it it would go lower if he went to reach up for the apples they would the tree would grow more and he wouldn't be able to reach them yeah that's uh oh my god i know i his name is related to some kind of like satiation like satiitis or something like that because he couldn't because he could never be sated Yes, yeah, that's yeah. that's what it was, you know, or something glutt- like that. Gluttony, I, yeah, essentially. I don't think Satiitis was his name, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, my yeah. uh, computer shit the bed, literally. Yeah. Yucky. Right in the middle of that conversation. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember uh, what I was talking about. I was going off on narcissists, but, you know, that's why your computer crashed, because we were getting into Greek mythology again, and we always bring it up, and it's, you know... Your computer. Yeah, some saying, we pissed off some god, some minor god, maybe a major god. It's maybe hard a major to say. god. I probably. I mean, hopefully a major god. I mean, mm -hmm. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty. Yeah, that'd be all right. Anyway, um. <laughs> so what's yeah. new with you, Skyler? Oh God, what? Not a whole lot. I mean, I got a promotion at my dead end job, and. Oh playing some more video games as you as per usual because i'm a gamer the most depressed uh most depressed, most depressed group in society <laughs> other than that not a whole lot you know just living life trying to be the best person i can be that's cool that's awesome yeah how about yeah. you anything interesting Pretty much, um, pretty much the same thing. Uh, no, I started, um, I started like streaming more. I decided to stream Resident Evil Seven because I like figured it out, uh, how to do it. I still can't like see the chat when it comes up, so it's whatever. I I haven't really had a huge audience for it, but. You know, I've been playing that, and it's terrifying. I don't handle scary games very well, and uh, <laughs> the true fact, he really yeah. doesn't. I mean, you can see it because, like, I tried streaming it like consecutive nights. You know, so that first night was like hardcore. My reactions were great. It's fantastic. I was, you know, peak getting scared. And then, like, you know, the, I didn't sleep well, and <laughs> the next day, and I was just, like, super out of it. I couldn't, man, I just couldn't keep up. Even scary parts were, like, it didn't feel as scary, and I was like, this isn't the way to play the game. It's, you know, that first go-round, it was more fun, so I had to, like, I have to, like, pace myself. Right. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a pretty scary game. Uh, at least the first couple hours of it. Yeah. Once you get pretty deep into it and you get a bunch of different weapons and stuff, it kind of loses that. Yeah, um, I just got, I like just picked up the grenade launcher and I'm like, okay, there's a grenade launcher. Oh yeah. I mean, it's Resident Evil. Yeah. It's still Resident Evil to its core. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. At first, but... you know, it didn't, the, uh, the survival part of it was hardcore of the survival horror and then yeah you know. oh yeah yeah having to deal with a uh, fucking jack baker constantly up in your shit all the time oh, is man. awful yeah i yeah i just my anxiety you know what i'm saying i was just ugh, on my toes yeah that's rough um i mean when i played it i played it in like maybe Four. I don't want to give away how long the game is, but you know, I played it in several. Is it not a super long game? I and not no, not really. Mm. I mean, maybe like ten, fifteen hours, maybe. Okay. I feel like I've, I I'm like maybe five hours in altogether. Okay. I imagine. Where are you at? Uh, Are you still at the... I am the... No, I'm at the Marguerite boss fight. Oh, okay. So you yeah. did get past the... Yes. Oh, the, my God. It, <laughs> it took me, like, seven times to fucking get through that cage match, dude. It was insane. I realized, like, I had to get on the aggressive. And it was... Yeah. Uh, I, the, I didn't use block enough, and if you block with the chainsaw, it's, like, a really decent, you know... You don't have to be as scared... Yeah, it's, it's still, all about bullying and with those uh, corpses. That was like the thing I did, as I just like always would be pushing those corpses at them, and then I would take them out. Yeah, that's what... But you have uh, to have good accuracy, too, with the gun. Yeah, that's what saved me in the end, was like, 
stunning him and then figuring out the thrust attack and if you hit it just right you know you can sink it into his head and it does the oh god the like head splitting open in yeah your the face. gore in that I, game I, oh is fucking god, crazy dude. that re engine is beautiful i think i think when you talked about it before i had played it and i said oh it's in first person i bet you could play it in vr and you were like that would be insane yeah i I see what you mean (laughs) now dude like i would literally have a heart attack if you if you played it in vr i it's insane yeah i mean all the you know the facial animations and stuff in general it's just like it's they're really good looking i mean it's very yeah. realistic for what it looks like. And I know Monster Hunter, you know, they kind of took advantage of that as well. Monster Hunter Rise, even on Switch, looks really good. Oh, yeah. It uses the same engine? Yeah, the that's... RE engine. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yep. Probably a little more toned down for the Switch, but I imagine when it comes out on PC, it's probably going to look pretty insane. Yeah. It you is know, coming World to PC, isn't it? Too. it, it yeah, it is, okay. totally. Man, I'm probably gonna I'm gonna end up buying it at full price again, like I did with World. Like, jeez, sucks you won't be able to transfer your character and stuff. But hey, yeah. I mean, you know, they're probably gonna do the same thing they did with Iceborne and release like some kind of uh, like you can play it. You know, you can play through the main story and play it like go through progression like you normally would where you fight a higher level monster and get its armor or you could use like the easy mode armor which is like basically whatever like hr7 mm. rank armor if that's where you kind of consider where the cap is between low rank and high rank is uh-huh. hr7 yeah pretty much i, w- I would say Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I I know what you mean. Yeah, because I or, or maybe not low rank and high rank, but it's like it's like mid maybe mid tier high rank armor. Yeah, it's so an, kinda... it's enough that you could jump into like a a Rathalos or something right off. The yeah, bat. right. Or right. Like a, I think it's more so yeah. you could jump into like Nergante. Yeah, right probably. off the bat, almost. Probably, yeah. I didn't play enough of it. I uh, have it for the PS4, and I never really got PlayStation Plus. So, like, every game that has cool multiplayer parts, you have never to, like, really pay for it. Yeah. yeah. Never really got to play them. Uh, I mean, I never really did it either. I never did multi. I, I would respond to SOSs yeah. and help out, like, new people and stuff. But when yeah. it came to, like,. In Monster Hunter World specifically, when it came to stuff like Kolve Taroth mm-hmm. and the Leshen and oh, Behemoth, yeah. those were all quests that you had to do with people. Oh, uh, yeah. Like you, it's kind of like Lao Shan Lung, kind of. Yeah, where it's just kinda... it has insane health, and you need multiple like people you... to. Yeah. Yeah. With the right gear, you can do it solo, but you need gear that is beyond that. So you, like, have to fight that first to get the gear, to get the gear beyond it. Man. That would be the the, the best way I could equate it. That was, like, how Behemoth, especially. Behemoth was, like, because that was, like, a Final Fantasy XIV crossover, I think. So you like you needed somebody that could hold aggro. You needed a tank. You needed someone that could heal, and then you needed DPS. And this Which is Monster cool. Hunter. And it's Monster Hunter, yeah. Wow. So you like because had they to had find a hunting horn system. person and uh, not wow. necessarily hunting horn. You could like have a sword and shield person with wide range. And, oh uh, yeah. You know, the other stuff that boosts mm -hmm. healing. That's smart. And I don't even think you really needed a healer, but it, like, helped. Because he had a lot of, like, one-hit mechanics. Mm. Man. I liked World a lot. I just didn't care much for how they did the multiplayer. I didn't play Iceborne, so... Yeah, I didn't... I have no uh... opinion on it. (laughs) I did not play World as much as... The other one, I really dug what I played, but 
I didn't get super deep into it, and I was like, man. Hmm. It, uh, you know, I don't know. People compare it and Rise a lot. Yeah, and Rise is awesome. I really enjoy it. I, I mean, I enjoy I got my money's worth for sure. Yeah. I mean, at $60, I mean, I have like almost 200 hours in it now. Nice. Even I mean, at 50 cents an hour, that's <laughs> making my money back. Yeah. I try that's... not to think of games like that. Like, you know, some people are like, well, $1 equals one hour. Yeah. I've never cared much for that comparison. I, that I feel like that, uh, that I, I do that sometimes because, like, for, even for, if it turns out I don't even really like a game, like the average play time that I, you know, I want to at least put in this, you know, 60 hours worth, unless it, like, you know, is absolute garbage, but... We both also do, like, JRPGs, and those are, like, 60-plus guaranteed most of the time. Yeah. Even if the gameplay isn't, even if most of that is just grinding. <laughs> and it usually is mostly grinding, yeah. Sure, yeah. Whereas there are some games that are, like, you know, they're 20-hour games, but, you know, they're worth 60 bucks. I mean that's the that's the general price for I mean I guess PS5 games are 70 now aren't they? I do not know. <laughs> there I I don't have PS5 man. Holy shit. I didn't uh I didn't jump on that. I I didn't care hard enough, you know. No. The ones uh -huh. that were like, "Oh, I've stayed up and had notifications for all these apps of when these are going live and had it like cached in my browser like nah man that's that's way too much work I, i'm just gonna wait until it gets cheaper and you know it's not even a matter of it being yeah cheaper, but that's it's, it. it's, it's like just not it, even available it's fuck scalpers yeah. that's the problem with it it's yeah. people scalping and they'll buy it, you know, at MSRP, and then they'll sell it for like 700, 800 bucks because people will pay that. And people do pay that. That's yeah. the issue, is mm -hmm. people pay it. Yeah. It's just, guys, it's, don't I mean, it's do the same. It, man. Just yeah, don't do no, it. Don't. If you're out there thinking about spending, you know, twice the worth of a PS5 on a PS5 that doesn't even have like a controller or anything, don't do it. Just. You know, um, same deal with GPUs. Don't don't buy from oh, scalpers. Yeah. I mean, that goes with any product. It doesn't have to be a PS5. If anything, if you're out there trying to buy carrots for twice the MSRP of a of a normal carrot, don't do it. You know. You Did haggle. that happen in Soviet Russia? I <laughs> was not the issue. <laughs> I think so. I don't. If you know. buy from scalpers, it's communism, and communism is not American. There we, there we go. That's what it is. You just have to call it communism, and then you stop. Just, no, don't do that. True communism would be everybody gets a PS Five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone what? Maybe... gets to play Persona Five Golden. And, oh wow! And Demon Souls. When you put it that way, is it so bad? <laughs> but that's true communism that's not uh you know yeah that's like i don't know ideally ideal communism is everybody's rich um, i mean ideal communism is everybody's equal or equal yeah i think okay. i don't know i mean i'm not a you know i'm not i'm no political ideologist no or we're anything just, like that. We're just a true crime podcast. We're not here to weigh in on those subjects. Especially when they relate to gaming. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Communism in gaming. Games. What? Papers, Communism. please? I've played that once. That was a good game. It was pretty cool. I think I only played like the demo, or may and I don't know if it was the full game or not. But no, I played through the whole thing. It's really good. Oh, man. Um, I guess that's kind of a topic we were kind of, you know, uh, 
talking thinking about talking about was indie games oh yeah we talked about roguelikes and roguelites last week and that kind of falls into the same category because you know i you can't really think of a triple a roguelite yeah i was gonna say death loop maybe if death loop yeah if they do i haven't played it but if it does what it says it, ha- it is it's it just has like, like a, you replay a time rewind one day. mechanic thing yeah which is kind of in the same vein but so, it has meta progression as well so uh so it would be like a it would borrow elements of a rogue light with yes. an fps yes that's kind of cool okay at least from what i understand i sony still has the exclusivity deal with it Oh really? So I haven't been a- yeah, no, huh. I haven't been able to play it. So I thought I saw uh, it on know, Steam. Um, it might. I mean, it might be on Steam, but I think it's also maybe like, it got pulled. It's not on Xbox, is the thing. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. Which you know, because it's you know, it's an arcane. It's bethesda game yeah that's that's what i was thinking but i think there was a contract already made for it for sony exclusive huh before the bethesda deal went through so it'll be out like next year i'm really in no rush to play it yeah i mean their their gameplay is fucking fantastic dishonored oh arcane oh yeah yeah so good Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, I think. That one's a good one. Some of their older games, too, are uh, like Arcs Fatalis Mm -hmm. is an old one. It's a really deep cut, but that one was kind of, it was innovative. I'll say that. I played through most of it, but like the magic system, I just could not. You have to like, like to queue up spells, you have to draw runes with your mouse and oh. it works maybe like 25% of the time. <laughs> you mean like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone draw runes with your mouse? Yeah, yeah, kind of <laughs> like that, actually. Like, almost exactly like that. That's insane. <laughs> they at least had a way so you could, like, draw runes multiple times to queue up spells and then cast them, but it's still a pain in the ass to draw. Wow, that's... <laughs> you know. That feels very complex. It was innovative. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, super complex. And that's, like, what they do. I mean, that's Arcane's thing. They mm-hmm. Dishonored was very, uh, you know, it was very forward-thinking for its type of gameplay. You know, you had this first-person stealth, choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. Um you know style i've been playing death of the outsider which i hadn't i didn't realize was on game pass but it was on there and i was like oh shit nice okay a yeah. little bit more of a a bit more dishonored um i don't think it's as good as one or two but it's still pretty fun yeah i'm still working on my second playthrough of two i think i i think we talked about it but yeah i did a corvo run with high chaos and then uh, my second one, I was doing Emily. I was trying to ghost everything. So, I think that's the canon way to do it. Really? Yeah. Uh. At least if you go by the comics, because there are comics for Dishonored. Oh, there's comics. That kind of, okay. It bri- that bridged the gap between one and two. Oh, that's that's cool. And I think going high chaos with like it's canon. Corvo goes low chaos ghost in the first game. Oh. And then between one and two, there's some shift. There's there's some shit that goes on, and then it's like, okay, well, it makes sense for him to be high chaos and just kill everybody in two. Yeah, yeah, because he's like a grizzled old man, and he's like, yeah, I didn't speak in the first game, but now I can talk, and I'm gonna say, fuck you. And I'm Troy Baker. Oh, is it Troy Baker? I think it is Troy Fantastic. Baker. I could be wrong. <laughs> But he's I think like, he's like everybody, man. <laughs> and yeah, Emily, she, you know, because she was taught by Corvo, she does the ghost thing. But, you know, you yeah. fuck with a man's daughter, it makes him go crazy. Yeah. He's out for blood. 
he didn't talk like that in the game, but yeah. It was good. I I did I dug it. Yeah, they're good games. I think playing High Chaos is way more fun. It felt it just felt like satisfying to, you know, kill these dudes like, you know, they do some bad stuff in the beginning. And it's like, man, do you know what I went through in Dishonored 1 to get where I am today? And you're just going to come in here and mess it all up again. So, yeah. I'm, yeah, especially if you're not save scumming constantly. Yeah, it's, which it's I, a way better I experience. Do, yeah. I do too. And I mean, I do it every first playthrough. I always try to do like a, at least with Dishonored 2, I did a ghost. See, I did it the opposite. I had Corvo be the good guy. Uh, and do a ghost no kill then i did emily and it was ghost kill everybody uh, which is a lot easier to do actually it's easier to be a ghost when you kill everybody yeah at because least I like if you, yeah if you like sneak attack them you know they're not gonna see you and then, alert anything and then you have, yeah if you get the perk that turns their body to ash fantastic mm -hmm. you're you yep. know you're set and it's it's never so much the sneaking in; it's like the portion where you have to sneak out. That's where I would always get caught the most. Mm, yeah, especially that Sokolov mission in the Clockwork Manor. Oh man, that was shit. To that play. was just a hard fucking level. <laughs> Good level design, but my yeah, god, super cool. But man, insane. Yeah, very good games. I highly recommend our audience to check them out if you like video games. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably say that with any video game I liked, really. Like, hey, do you like video games? Hey. Go play Chrono Trigger. Hey, if you like video games, here. <laughs> if you like video games, play Knack 2. Play Knack 2. Knack 2, baby. Knack 2. Knack attack. Knack is back. Bet. Yeah. That's a Sony property, though, so you need a PlayStation to play it. Man, again, with the PlayStation exclusives. I know. That's what they got, dude. That's mm. that's their whole that's their whole thing. Yeah. They got them exclusives. It's you know, more power to them. Yeah, for sure. It's unfortunate, you know. Um... In a true communist gamer society. <laughs> <laughs> all gamers get all games. All gamers. You want to play Halo on games. your PlayStation 5, you can do it. You want to mm. play The Last of Us 2 on your Nintendo Switch, that's your God-given <laughs> right. <laughs> This is an American citizen. That's what you are have been given the freedom to do, and that's what you're. And that's what we're gonna do. That's what they have. That's you know. That's what we're gonna do. That's the whole point of this <laughs> podcast. That is our. That is our manifesto. Oh, all games for all gamers. Manifesto. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, everything comes out for PC as well. I mean, we don't yeah. discriminate in our perfect utopian society for gamers, by gamers. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not that hard for a game's UI developer to swap, you know, the tutorial buttons or the, you know, the buttons on the screen with, like, a X B Y instead of X. Sometimes triangle is Y, sometimes triangle is triangle, and sometimes triangle is X. Yeah. And A is either circle if it's your Nintendo controller, or it's X if you're X. an Xbox. But yeah, yeah. Everyone had to be unique. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like kind of the same setup, but they just have different labels. It's <laughs> Much like real life. Ooh. It's all the same setup. Damn. But it's just different labels, man. Whoa. You about to drop a 
existential bomb on us. I'm gonna relate gaming to philosophy. Oh man. But not in this episode. We're gonna have to pay for that one. <laughs> That's a separate show that we start. That we're just gonna start making sub shows that branch off of this one. And then Just for our pay pigs. Yeah. Poof, man. But yeah, I had to take a break from Resident Evil 7 for a little bit because I hit that second boss fight and it was a wall and I was like, okay. My yeah, heart. That's the mom, my, right? Yeah. With yeah. the bugs too, dude, and I fucking hate Ugh. flying insects. I, oh god, the just the sound of buzzing in my ears. It, ugh. That whole part is a nightmare. Yeah, it's just awful. <laughs> It's just awful, and my little heart can't take it, so I had to play some Pokemon since that dropped, and, you know, it's so hot right now. The uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes. Yep. Are re they're like remasters, I guess, with a few quality of life changes. I don't know. I never played the originals, so I'm enjoying it for what it is. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I've only heard good things about them yeah. so far. And they look, I mean, that's what I see Pokemon as, is that top-down, you know, that aesthetic. Yeah, um, which is, which that is back and it feels awesome. Like, I thought it was cool running around in, like, uh, Sword or in Shield. I mean, I played Shield, but with, like, that third-person uh camera and it was it was kind of cool being able to move the camera around was it was nice but having the top down like fixed camera view was it's pretty cool mm -hmm. it just feels like you know probably like nostalgia yeah like pokemon so it's just you know maybe that's just my nostalgia oregon yeah i mean you know pokemon is such a long lived series that people that were uh close to our age you know when like relatively like when uh red blue and yellow those all yeah. came out like there are people whose red blue and yellow would be like x and y or even you know sun and moon god help them oh man yeah i feel bad for those that <laughs> their first pokemon game was sun and moon not the whatever like ultra moon and like oh yeah just supernova the sun, sun or whatever oh my god those oh. too moon <laughs> killed my love for pokemon it did oh, it broke me man i just see i skipped those bad and, yeah jumped back in after omega ruby skipped all anything in between and then jumped back in and uh shield so that was a smart thing to do i'm just a casual pokemon fool you know i i couldn't tell you the best competitive strats or anything like that i can't even remember the type matchups most of the time i'm like <laughs> this sounds pretty good and i think it would work logically but no it's it doesn't so it's become really complicated it yeah like, like uh, i mean before Alpha Sapphire, the last one I played was Emerald. Ooh, like GBA Emerald? Yeah, that was wow. the last one. Like, I actually, like, not on an emulator, like, on an actual console. Man. Before that, I had played Yellow, and then I played Crystal, and then Emerald. And then after that, I took a break up until Alpha Sapphire. So I hadn't played anything up until that point. Wow. Then my next one was Moon. <laughs> and that was bad. R.I.P. Moon. I don't know. The yeah. Alola forms are kind of cool. Like, I got some of them in Shield. I think they're fun. The uh, the Diglett with the, like, surfer hairdo is just great. I didn't have a problem with any of the forms. Nothing. I didn't have a problem with the Pokemon. It was... The whole was game was just a tutorial. Um, it was just 
a tutorial all the way through up until like the last maybe three quarters of it. Then there was no end game either. There was like a little bit with the dark space or whatever it was. I can't. I didn't play too much of it after after I beat it, but. Mm. Apparently it got fixed in Ultra Sun, Ultra, Ultra Moon, but at that point I wasn't going to drop another 40 bucks on a 3DS Pokemon. Then I yeah. skipped Sword and Shield. I might pick up Diamond and Pearl, I'm not too sure yet. I'm still yeah. kind of on the fence. It's uh, it's fun for what it is. I, you know, I can't say I'm in deep as a, as a Pokemon f- fanatic or anything, but... I enjoy the games, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think they're fun. I agree. I I do think they're fun. I think maybe I take them too seriously at times, mm. and I shouldn't, because they're they're games made for children. Yeah, at heart. Yeah, I I am reminded as I'm playing through uh, Shining Pearl Necklace that. Uh, it's a <laughs> it's a game um like if you didn't know a whole lot of english you know you could understand what was going on it's very yeah. it's at a lower reading level i think for good reason cuz that makes it accessible and like kids that are learning like how to read and speak and stuff it would be fucking perfect for them you know what i mean but that's a good point i never thought about that yeah i mean i thought about it because like at the start of it i was like oh i could play this in japanese and like learn to read japanese but i was like no i don't know what any of the uh (laughs) what the i think it's katanka or uh hiragana katakana yeah hiragana hiragana and the kanji and yeah there's a ton of forms and stuff i have I want to learn it because I I feel like it's super interesting, but it's like crazy complicated. So it is. I mean, learning a new language is very complicated. I mean, you know, my personal experience, I learned German. Ooh. And I mean, it's what do you call it? A a romantic, romanticized, you know, it's. It's, it's not based a, off. It's not a romance language. It's. Uh, it is a romance language. German. Yeah, German's a romance language. It's Germanic. It's its own thing. Like it well, comes off the Proto-German, like the Proto-German line, right? You could be right, honestly. I don't know a ton about linguistics. I could be completely wrong. I but just, I, f- I just, I mean, it's I like based, it's based off of Roman. You know, it's based off Proto-Roman it's stuff. It's based... Okay, okay uh, Proto-Roman. Romance languages are s- stemmed from Latin. Oh, no, so you're right. Nope, German is not. Yeah, Italian, Portuguese, French. Spanish, French. Spanish, yeah. yeah I took. No, I just. Right. I took Latin. My bad. So, okay, I didn't mean to... If I sounded like aggressive... No, no, no it's good. <laughs> no, no, it's good to be corrected. I, I just... I can't remember when where i heard that it was like maybe maybe i, mean, I think I, i'm confusing dis- it it's like a romantic language yeah is like... people consider it romantic but not a <laughs> romance when you like the adjective romantic and not like but the, it's not it's not, not the capital r romantic no you're right language. It's, it's germanic which yeah. is its own thing okay just like you know it is, I think. Dutch. I think German, German can be a a romantic language. Is hello, hello, beer and uh, cheese and uh, I don't know <laughs> what else. That's basically it. Germans talk about That's basically pretzels. It. Are they into pretzels? Uh, yeah. Bavaria. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think so. I don't. Maybe. But no, you're right. It's it's not a romance language. Sorry, viewers. I had that confused with uh it's okay that's what we're here to do this is this is germany's number one true crime podcast so germany is not a romance language (laughs) that's the first crime it's a romantic language but yes it is it is a romantic language 
Case closed. Case closed. But back to my point. It's like... <laughs> you know, the... Like, okay, I'm gonna sound dumb when I say this, but the letters look familiar. Yes. What is... what? Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying when I say that. It's like, as opposed to Russian or Japanese or Chinese, you know, those are completely different, you know, characters for the alphabet. Yes. And yeah. Sounds. Whereas German, you know, it roughly uses the same alphabet. There's like maybe three or four different characters that aren't in the uh whatever the regular alphabet. It's yeah, still A like B C D E F G. Mm-hmm. Yes, the uh That's what I meant, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, English is has a ton of Germanic uh influence for sure. I've read part of a linguistic anglicized book, so. anglicized is that is uh, that right yes from the anglo-saxons who were proto-german possibly oh shit that might be right we're getting deep into it here yeah but i, I do this I, yeah. is off the top of my head you guys <laughs> i've yeah. i've no idea yeah, um, I, mean, I thought german was a romance language dude it's you know it's you know I think, like what I meant with ang- anglicized, you know, Anglic- you look it at it and you can see yes. the alphabet and it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. Sometimes there's a weird character thrown in there, like an S set or an umlaut or a U with an umlaut. Mm-hmm. But that's still, it's a U with two dots over it. So it's still kind of, you know. Yeah. You know, that's a U, but it just sounds different. <laughs> yes it just whereas with japanese sound, yeah. you know it's a bunch of squiggly letters yeah there's a ton of like sevens and plus signs and, <laughs> and i have no idea i need to i need to look into it because it looks fun it looks fun to learn you know i would like to yeah i would yeah. like to take the time to learn but it. like i say fun. that you know it looks fun but it's probably super hardcore like I mean, you gotta learn like three or four different types of way that it's presented. Like, yeah. I've heard that if you play old school JRPGs like Final Fantasy and stuff, and if you play them in Japanese and try to learn that way, that's a good Mm. way to start because it's like simplified Japanese. Yeah, I was like super simplified. Uh huh. I was thinking along those lines when we were talking about Pokemon earlier, you know, yeah. Yeah. If you get a very baseline understanding of maybe one typeset, and then you could, yeah, ideally play a game in in Japanese and be kind of okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. I'm sure you could. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. Pokemon is good for that. I mean, that's the whole base of this conversation is pokemon would be good to learn a different language in yeah because it is i mean when you learn a different language you start off with like the super easy stuff you start off at kindergarten level you learn your alphabet you learn Mm -hmm. how to tell the time numbers Uh, numbers apple orange very easy stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not like Pokemon story is so complex that they're going to go beyond apples and oranges. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. The story's... Uh, I don't know what the story is for uh, Diamond and Pearl all that much. I just know Dialga and Palkia are involved because they're on the boxes. And then... Giratina was in Platinum, but I don't know if, you know, he makes an appearance in these, because maybe they're just going to milk it. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. They kind of stopped doing that, um, making a third game. That's like the deluxe edition, or the the final mix version. Yeah. They stopped doing that. (laughs) 1.5 1.5 final mix revision dub edition third <laughs> the third 
Look, that's a completely different podcast episode. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. I promise. <laughs> For anybody that knows what that means, I promise we're going to get there, but not tonight. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 it's not... It's just a teaser. <laughs> it's just a teaser. It's, it's not, you know, it's not the definitive edition like Emerald was yeah. or, uh, you know, Crystal was or yeah. or yellow. even what yellow was supposed to be for red and blue yes supposedly i didn't play yellow i played blue version for anyone who was dying to know i i was a blue boy so when i was raised on blastoise i was yellow i had pikachu i had him following me around like a friend and a pet and not like yeah. a tool for war that's what my Pokemon You could were. turn around and talk to him, and he would have a little happy face or a sad face, depending on how you treated him. Hmm. Was there, like, a, like a smack him around button? <laughs> no, but I wish there was, because, you know. Shut the fuck and up. You, and you also couldn't evolve him into Raichu, either, which oh. I was, like, super disappointed about, because I don't give a fuck. Man. I know Raichu's more powerful. I don't give yeah. a fuck about friendship. Or any of that bullshit. <laughs> you're gonna evolve, you're gonna be more powerful, and you're gonna take me through the Elite Four. That's what you were born and bred to do. Man. Could you, like, take him out of your party, or did you have to have Pikachu in your party the whole time? I mean, you could, but he didn't like being put in the box. Oh. He would have an ha unhappy face if you put him in the box and then took him out later. <laughs> That's really sad. So yeah. it was like you you were incentivized to always keep in your party. And I mean, he was good to keep in your party, you know, with Thunder-type. Mm -hmm. Just base Thunder-type, he was good to have. But, you know, when I played it, I had the, you know, I was watching the anime at the time or the Saturday morning show. So I, my team was based around what I thought was cool. Oh. So I had him, I had, you know, uh... I had fucking, I had Magmar. I know I had Magmar for sure. Nice. Because I thought that episode was super cool. I'm pretty sure, yeah, because you can get all the starters in yellow. Wow. If I remember right. Of course. So you could eventually have Spoiled. your whole team filled up with, yeah. <laughs> Spoiled it was awesome. kids. And I played that on like the yellow. OG Game Boy too, which was <laughs> weird. Because it was a Game Boy Color game, but all my grandma had was an OG Game Boy. Man. So I had to play it in black and white. Also, funny story uh, <laughs> about that is, uh, like, I got yellow for, like, my birthday or Christmas or something. And then, like, a month after that, my friend, he got, like, a... He got one of those... It was really popular at the time. It was a Pokédex. And it was, like, 20 bucks at Walmart. <laughs> Ooh, one of those, like plastic like it looked like a real pokedex yeah nice. i mean it was way cheaper than the game was and he scammed me and he... oh <laughs> he traded that pokedex for my game and my grandma had to like go over and talk to his parents about it oh man because it was very legitimately i was getting scammed because i was Damn. you know i don't even think i was 10 i was like seven or eight Funny yeah, story. First time you see one of those, it's like, holy shit, it's real. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know. Like Pokemon are real. I can actually go find them. This is too good to be true. And then you get home, and it's like, no, you got scared. Yeah. Sorry, pal. I think it was more the fact that Pokemon was like fifty, sixty bucks the game, Jeez. and that thing was like twenty bucks. So I was obviously getting ripped off. Were Game Boy games that expensive back then? It was like 50, 60, or it was like 50 bucks, I think. Really? Most games were back then. Wow. Maybe 40, 50, but even then, that's still equivalent to about $60 worth nowadays. I think in, you know, late 90s is about yeah. when this happened. I didn't have a concept of money back then, so I didn't, <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, I didn't either. <laughs> Damn. That same friend also had a virtual boy. 
Oh, I. And that was kind of cool. I've never seen one of those for real, like in real life. You know what it is, right? It's like uh, their of. attempt, like it's Nintendo's attempt at VR. Yeah. But in the early or late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, and it was like super fucking jank looking. It was jank, and it was also like all the games had to be like red. What? So you got a headache? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was like. It was how their, like, 3D parallax thing... They eventually fixed it with 3DS. Oh. Funny enough. They kind of used the same technology for the 3DS. But it was, like, oh. how they did the 3D huh. effect was it had to all be in red and Oof. black. And then it was, like... It was overlaid in such a way... Like, you could not play that thing for more than an hour without getting a headache. Oh, my God. It was so bad. It sounds awful. <laughs> I thought it was the coolest thing at the time, and I really wanted one, but my grandpa, he, he was pretty smart. He knew his shit, and was like, no, that's it's just a fad. Yeah, man. VR would never catch on. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, yeah, not, not that VR. That... Eh. Dirty VR. Dirty VR. Not even That's refined. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm serious. Like, after this episode, go go look up fucking, uh, fucking virtual console game and just... You'll see. You'll see what I mean. It's awful. Mm. It's terrible. I'll take your word for it. I mean, I'll go look up after this. Just because I'm curious. I've seen, like, the... Uh... The like headpiece setup, but I I haven't seen the inside of it. I doubt it would be something that would work with a little kid with glasses too. You know. Yeah, no, I don't think it worked with glasses. I don't think current VR headsets work with glasses. Get on yeah, that VR. I'm people. not too sure. Um, I've heard good things about the Oculus, but you know it's Facebook, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to fuck with it. Yeah. I've heard they've kind of got it down to a science and that they, uh, you know, like, you don't even need a wire for it. But, again, huh. it's also Facebook. Yeah. Trust and I'm not whatever about companies that. you want to trust is all I'm saying. <laughs> don't trust Facebook yeah. is what I'm saying. Go Honestly. ahead and demonetize us, Zuck. Yeah. Do it. What's what's we're not even broadcasting on Facebook, you know? Fuck no. He wouldn't know. He wouldn't know because he's a robot lizard person. <laughs> Is he? Have know. you seen him like no. do his live streams? I I haven't. No. It's pretty. It's kind of funny, honestly. I don't know if he's like really like playing into the part that he is an android. Yeah, he reminds me of Data. Oh, okay. From Star okay. Trek, <laughs> but like not as you know, not as uh, you know, humbling Debonair. or heartwarming. Yeah, he just seems okay. like he is an android <laughs> that. Hmm is just responding to stimulus because like i don't know one example is like he was doing his live stream and it was like someone was like hey give me the zuck and he's like <laughs> zuck what is that z-u-c-c <laughs> what is zuck <laughs> and it's like come on man oh just man think about it or the fact that in that like when he was talking about uh like unleashing the metaverse mm. you know changing the whatever branding of the parent company to meta he had like a like he did it in front of his like bookshelf or whatever but there was a a a, a thing of sweet baby rays on the shelf just for some reason like he was okay. like hey look at me i'm human <laughs> i like barbecue sauce <laughs> It's good taste. It's some good fucking barbecue sauce, I think. I mean, yeah, it's good <laughs> fucking barbecue sauce, but it just didn't make sense. Like, where he was at, he was like, 
definitely in like some kind of office and like there's just <laughs> <laughs> I mean it wasn't facing the camera but you could tell it was sweet sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce and it's like okay are you just trying to say hey I like grilling <laughs> I like using barbecue sauce on my meat because I am human <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Man. That's probably a whole other conversation, the Facebook thing, social yeah. media thing. But probably God. The metaverse too, that's already trademarked. Like the persona games. They have to they have to sue. They'll lose. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, probably. Facebook has like they have like goddamn god levels of money now. You gotta yeah. They got all that sweet ad revenue. Yes, you they know? do. Speaking of ad revenue, tonight's sponsor is, of course, True Crime. And all of uh, all of the crime is sponsoring the podcast. I don't know. We only sponsor the truest crime on this podcast. Yeah. Only... Not lies, not lie crime. That's not what we're about. We're not about lie crimes. <laughs> we're about true, true crime. Could pass the polygraph test. Yeah, not talking false uh, crime, but true or none. What's? I don't know. I was gonna say something. It would be false crime, or it'd be lie crime. <laughs> Those are the <laughs> words for it. Okay. <laughs> no other words can be used to describe it. Mm. And that's fair. Yeah. That's fair, and that's good, and that's just. Because that's what this podcast is about. It's about justice. Mostly, yeah. It's mostly about justice. It's about little baby Susan and her father, who was murdered by her mother's ex-lover. Finding peace. Yeah, you guys can't hear me out there, but I'm shaking my head in that, you know, news of that true crime. It's true crime. Yeah. It's the truest crime. <laughs> it's the type of crime that your great-grandma watches on TV. Even yeah. though she's not really listening, she's just reading her her true crime novel at the same time <laughs> at the same time a completely different true crime novel but it's sexy but it's sexy it's yeah. a sexy true crime novel yeah. and that's it's... different that's different than the true crime we're sponsored by we do respect sexy true crime that's fine yeah you know you can have that i'm down with that yeah i mean that's like american psycho christian bale <laughs> true crime <laughs> <laughs> but uh man we, talk we about do. narcissus you know what i mean oh yeah <laughs> hey, hey that's a callback baby that is a, oh yeah that was, yep which that is a callback indeed good movie yeah i've i watched it once and i was like oh okay <laughs> i get the hype now i like that's that they made good. him like a music nerd or like yeah. whatever 40s 50s music or whatever i really like that about his character mm -hmm. and then he brains that guy with an axe <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> i was gonna say really great role model you know <laughs> oh man yeah um I didn't bring anything else to the table, Skylar. No. So. I feel like we covered a lot of topics tonight. I feel like we hit some really hard points. Yeah. I feel like we're going to turn some heads with this episode. I feel like this will be the one that puts us on the map. <laughs> this is the one. Oh, man. If this is the one that uh, that is the like sample size, if you were going to take a sample of the entire show yeah it would probably be this episode and hey we're open to sponsorships 
Yeah, what's up? We will up? sell out. Get at we us. We will sell out. You can find our email on the... I think it's... I think we can... I think it's up there. I don't know. I'm, I mean, it's, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's up there. We're also on the deep web. We look hard <laughs> enough. That's correct. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna post the onion link because I think it might be illegal. But you can find us there. Yeah, I get on that Tor browser. <laughs> you boot up your VPN. I don't and even that's know we'll what be. those words mean, but that <laughs> that is where we are gonna be. And until next time, that's where we're gonna live. So that's where we'll stay. I hope you all have a wonderful evening. Yeah, take it easy, everyone. <laughs>